This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, November 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. A new bill on net neutrality by 2035. And Biden plans to sign infrastructure bill. Coming soon, a bill aiming at carbon neutrality by 2035. State Senator Josh Becker of Menlo Park plans to introduce a measure at the start of the next session that would require the state government to achieve net zero emissions for its operations within a dozen years. Speaking at the U.N. Climate Conference last week, Becker called for the government to serve as a model for the rest of the state. Former Governor Jerry Brown set a target of 2045 for statewide carbon neutrality, though the legislature has yet to put that into law. If we're going to ask the entire state to achieve net zero, shouldn't the government lead by example and show how to get to zero before asking everyone else to do it, asked Becker. Now keep in mind, a bill calling for carbon neutrality by 2045 failed to advance this year. Assemblymember Al Mursachi of Torrance has signaled he plans to revive the measure in January. Farm groups have strongly opposed that measure. Environmental groups cheer the collapse of voluntary agreements. Environmental groups are praising the Newsom administration for moving forward on Phase 1 of the 2018 Bay Delta Plan. Last month, state agencies told water districts of south of the Delta that were involved in negotiating voluntary agreements over water flows that their proposal was insufficient and was time to move forward. We welcome this improvement for our waterways, for environmental justice communities that our organizations represent and protect, wrote the groups in a letter to Governor Newsom last week. The groups call for Newsom to go further and cut off negotiations over north of Delta voluntary agreements. The second phase of the Bay Delta plan would apply more aggressive cutbacks to diversions along the Sacramento River. Newsom has advocated for voluntary agreements throughout the ten- his tenure. His cabinet officials said without them, uh, the fate of ecosystems and actions to protect them would be stalled by legal battles for another decade. Irrigation districts and the city of San Francisco have already filed lawsuits over the plan. Well, it's done. Biden looks to sign infrastructure bill. Farm groups are cheering final congressional passage of the bipartisan infrastructure bill after weeks of delay in the House. The bill includes $550 billion in new spending for a range of needs affecting agriculture and rural America, from broadband to roads and bridges, inland waterways, water, uh, western water projects, and clean energy development. These supply chain challenges over the past year have highlighted the reality that we can get supply right and we can get demand right. But if we do not get infrastructure right, we as an industry and as a broader economy will not flourish. That Mike Steenhoek, Executive Director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. A timing note. President Biden said this weekend that he planned to have a formal signing ceremony for the bill when the lawmakers who worked on it are available to attend. Now keep in mind, 
The intra-party impasse that had stalled the public works bill since August didn't break until a small group of Democrats committed to supporting the larger and partisan Build Back Better Act on the condition that its official cost estimate is in line with what the White House has projected. The moderates agreed to consider that legislation, which includes Biden's social spending and climate priorities, when the House returns to action after this week's recess. The bigger question is what happens to the Build Back Better bill when it gets to the 50-50 Senate. The measure is likely to be scaled back to satisfy the two key moderates in that chamber, and that Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Simita of Arizona. OSHA vaccination and testing rules stayed by appeals court. Barely out of the gate, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's rule requiring employees on companies of 100 or more to get vaccinated or undergo weekly testing has been stayed by a federal court. The Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans said uh, on Saturday, there was, quote, cause to believe there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate whose requirements were due to kick in December 6th for all but the testing provisions, which have a January 4 compliance deadline. The order signed by the three-judge panel was in response to a petition brought by a management company and 15 locally-owned Louisiana supermarkets, including Ralph's Market, Butcher Boy, and Save-A-Lot, employing nearly 500 people. The states of Texas, Louisiana, Utah, South Carolina, and Mississippi, and six individual volunteers from Texas are also petitioners. Twenty-six states have sued in other appeals courts. The Fifth Circuit gave OSHA until 5 o'clock today to respond to the petitioner's motion for a permanent injunction. EPA and CORE extend deadline for WOTUS roundtable nominations. The EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers have extended the deadline to submit nominations for regional roundtables to discuss development of new definition of waters of the U.S. In response to robust interest in these roundtables, the agencies said in the Federal Register they would now accept nominations until December 1st. But they clarified that they would consider nominated groups of no more than 15 people with diverse perspectives, even if they lack a representative from one or more of the named stakeholder groups. Those groups include agriculture, conservation groups, developers, drinking water, wastewater management, environmental organizations, environmental justice communities, industry, and other key interests in the region. Here's today's She Said It. California needs to regulate big ag to ensure our water supply is equitably distributed. That Elizabeth Reed Wainscoat campaign for the Center of Biological Diversity in an op-ed for Cal Matters. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, November 8th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.